This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. See, I think right now you think you're becoming a grown woman. Because that shit you pulled in the kitchen, I should have fucked you up. But I let you walk away. And I let you get yourself together. But bitch, I'm going to let you know. Don't you ever pull that shit again. That'll be your last motherfucking day standing. I promise you that. You're going to send a white bitch to my motherfucking buzzer talking about some higher education. You're a dummy, bitch. You will never know shit. Don't nobody want you. Don't nobody need you. You done fucked around and fucked my motherfucking man and had two motherfucking children. And one of them is a goddamn animal running around looking crazy as a motherfucker. Bitch, you know what? See, I think, I think you trying me. I think you trying to fuck with me. You fucking with my money. And you gonna stand there and look at me like a motherfucking woman. I'ma show you what a real woman do, bitch. Welcome to the Solomon Ray Podcast. I'm your host, Solomon Ray. And, um, a very powerful monologue by Monique in the movie Precious. Um, A very iconic scene. I'm sure that's probably in the script, but I have a feeling that Monique just kind of went off the deep end, really, because it's really good. Anyways, welcome to the show. I am your host, Solomon Ray. Um, I just want to give a shout-out to the girls who have rated and reviewed this podcast on Apple Podcasts. I want to give a shout-out to I Solo eyes solo okay the title is the girls are going through it i love this podcast just right amount of ratchet and classy to get me through today thank you eyes solo and we have another review from a she or he writes are they right on the podcast with your home girl i listen to solomon when i'm working or at the gym etc it's like being on the phone with your bestie if you want to get some life gems dropped on you with a little bit of tea this is it relatable transparent motivational and a comedian giving a word talk about a good convo thanks solomon thank you ate and thank you for everybody who's rated and reviewed the podcast on Apple Podcasts. 655 ratings. And then also want to give a shout out to the girls who have rated it on Spotify as well. If you were inclined to, you know, put a little five-star rating on the podcast, feel free. Don't be doing nothing. Like I said, don't be doing if you If you feel like you're on the fence of a five-star, it's between four and five. Just don't do it. Don't even, don't even waste your time. But, um... If you want to write a review, please feel free to do so. I will read it um, every week on the podcast. So thank you guys so much. Um, So, yeah. So what happened? So I'm actually recording this on a Tuesday. I normally record on a Wednesday, but girl, tomorrow I I have a lot going on. So I don't know if I'm going to be able to record. So I'm like, bitch, I got a couple hours. Let me just go ahead and knock this motherfucker out. Um... What did I do? Oh, this weekend I was in D.C. um, for my cousin's son's 
first birthday, which is my cousin, too. If Yeah. I'm not good at, like, family tree things. You know when the girls be like, second cousin, that's my third cousin? My, I don't know what that means. I don't even, I still don't even know. I'm 35 years old. I don't even know what that means. I don't know what a second cousin is. I think I know, but I'm not going to try a bitch. So, needless to say. So, a few weeks ago when I was in, like a month and a half ago or so, I was in San Diego because I flew in. I'm horrible. I'm getting old. I need some ginkgo biloba, bitch. I flew into San Diego because she, we're all from San Diego, but she now lives on the East Coast with her husband. And so she threw a West Coast birthday party with like family and stuff like that for her son. And it was supposed to be on a Saturday. Bitch, I don't know why I totally like wasn't paying attention, but I flew in, I think that Thursday. And then she was, she like flew in as well. She just got in with her son. And I'm like, oh yeah, you know, I already got my little outfit planned for the alpha. Al- I mean, for the, um, the birthday, I need to go buy a gift. They were like, um, it's next Saturday. I was like, oh. And I looked at the invite. I said, yep, you're right. I totally fucked that up. Um, and they were like, are you going to stay an extra week? I said, no, no. You know what? I'm kind of getting to the... So anyways, long story short, I felt really bad because one... The child's almost one years old, and it's one of my closest cousins, so it's like I haven't even actually met the child, you know, because of just schedule, traveling, blah, 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 blah. So I didn't get a chance, so I was like, I was like, oh, I'm going to finally just be able to meet him. So I finally did meet her baby, so cute, so adorable, and um, so this time I was like, no, I'm going to just make um, the effort and go to D.C. and um, do the East Coast birthday thing so it was nice to see um familiar faces my auntie was there um see him so it was a good like nice little quick little weekend trip um but you want to know what I'm, I'm coming to the conclusion of is you like I think I said this last week or maybe two weeks ago but I think I'm really maxed out at four days of traveling Really two, but like four days, I'm like, I want to get back home. I want to be back in my own bed. I want to be on my own toilet. I want my own water for my own refrigerator that's super duper cold. Because here's another thing. Bitch, I need my water cold now. I've been saying this for a while. I need it cold. I I don't know what it is. I don't know if my body's running hot. I don't know what the fuck I'm going through. I don't know if I'm doing, I'm going through hormonal changes, menopause, bitch. But I'm like, I need my water cold, bitch. And ice cold. Not, I walked by this fucking thing in D.C. And it had like a little, like a hot dog cart, like a little truck thing. And it was like hot dogs and just little snacks. And it said ice cold water. And I said, I bet you it ain't ice cold. I bet you it's chill, but not fucking ice cold. Don't fucking lie to me, bitch. Ice cold? Do you know how hard it is to get the water ice cold? It's the little things that like that that really fucking send me up the wazoo. So anyway, so while I was in um, D.C., I've been meaning to go to the African-American Museum that was recently built. And if anybody has any experience in the last few years, it was really difficult to get in that damn museum. 
It was like motherfucking Fort Knox, bitch. They, you needed to sign up and then put your name on a wait list and then do a raffle and then hang glide and then give your first son. And then you needed to be like, you know, a certain blood type. It was a whole bunch of shit to even get into that motherfucker. And I was like, you know what? I give up. If something's too difficult to get into, me at my grown age, I'm like, oh, I throw in the towel. I don't feel like it, girl. It's okay. It's, it looks cute from the outside. That's nice. So anyway, so I end up going, um, and it's a nice museum. It has a lot of, it kind of takes you through the whole experience of Afri like African-Americans from the beginning of leaving Africa up until now. Um, the only thing, the only sm slight grievance I had was, you know, I like a museum with actual artifacts from those eras if you can get your hands on them even better you know but it was like a reproduction of everything like there was even newspaper clippings which okay maybe you can't get your hands on the newspaper clippings but they're literally like kinko prints like re reprinted from kinkos and they're behind glass like why is this reprint behind glass you know what i'm saying like if you were to think of like you know how disney like a disneyland attraction when you go in and everything's like animatronics and like freshly painted and you can hear like surround sound of like voices and wind and sound effects and it's like what the fuck it's very immersive it's it's it seems it's more it's kind of like an immersive experience really which i don't really need to be immersed in um jim crow law moments like it, i just don't think that that's kind of i don't really want to be immersed you know no thanks but nonetheless it was great and i do feel like it's really important for these museums to this particular museum to be in the united states um because it's very informative there was a couple things that i didn't even know about um so, yeah, it's very important. I do like the fact that it's there. I just kind of wish that there was more, like, artifacts or things that were actually real. The one thing that was real, there was, um, I think it's limited, but um, an Emmett Till memorial with his actual coffin. So that was interesting. And I think that there was actually a, like, a out, not an outhouse, um, like a shack, bitch, like a... Um, like a from a plantation of where slaves like slave quarters that they transplanted into the museum. So I mean, it wasn't all bad. It's just I don't know how to put it. Like it just seemed very Disneylandy, you know, not very traditional museum. Which you know, museums and everything evolve. So I mean, it was nice. You can tell there was like I said, a lot of money being poured into this. Um. But yeah, it was it was a it was an interesting experience. The only thing is these type of things I can't always go to because I know afterwards I'm really I'm not going to enjoy the company of a white person. I don't want to be around them like I really do not like white people for like a solid 48 72 hours, bitch. <laughs> This time it wasn't that bad, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like when you watch like certain movies or certain things and it's like, 
from this these eras of like either slavery or segregation and whatnot or even apartheid you're just like you know what like i really hate you guys you know like i just went through a two-hour experience at a museum going through what 400 plus years of history of how one particular race literally obliterated, raped, murdered, and oppressed my ancestors. Yeah, I'm definitely going to leave this experience. Like, yeah, I'm, I love white people. No, it's like I hate you crackers. You know, like, I really do not like y'all. So it wasn't that bad, but I, it was definitely like a heavy um, experience. You know, it wasn't like uplifting. It wasn't like, you know, it definitely has like uplifting moments throughout. I mean, towards the end, maybe of like, oh, Barack Obama. But for the most part, it's not happy. It's like you're kind of like fucking in the dumps, bitch. So I ended up leaving there. But you know what's crazy is I used to. So my aunt, I remember it was the summer before my third third grade before I entered third grade I ended up basically spending almost a month with my aunt and she has two sons but one of her sons is very like I don't know what how to describe this but like I don't know like power to the people very I don't want to say woke but like he would like he would pull us aside and he'll be like let me tell like he was like a little older than me at the time like I want to say maybe 15 years older than me so I looked up to him like that's like my big cousin you know and, like, he had a car, he had, like, his own place, you know, he had, um, like, a child, you know what I'm saying? So, he was, like, like a big cousin, like a big, big cousin. So, like, you would just, it wasn't like, oh, that's my big cousin, and we're going to go play in the playground. It was like, no, he's going to drop me off at school, drop me off at daycare, like, like, a, like almost like an uncle, in a way. So, boom. So, he would also, like, he would just be saying things like, oh... You know the real reason why Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves. This is the reason why. Like, read this book and read that book. And me, being a fucking book nerd, I would just read all these books. And he would, like, we'd watch, like, documentary films. Or you would watch, like, shit like the like Roots. Um, that's so needless to say, bitch. After a solid month of being, like, around him, I went back to third grade really fucking hating white people. I was like, I hate you honkies, bitch. I really fucking hate you honkies. Like, I was like, I really, I can't stand your guys. <laughs> but it's like you, like, but that's, I feel like black people, like, when you, we watch certain things like this, it's, it's weird because on one end, it's like, it's very, like, it hits hard sometimes. And I don't want to say hurt, but it's like, it's heavy. You know what I'm saying? It's very heavy. And on one end, it is inspirational because you're just like, I'm standing on the backs of all of y'all and your sacrifices and look at where, how far we've come. But at the same time, it's like, damn y'all didn't have to go through that like why did y'all have like life is so like you you just go through so many emotions but then they're all internal but then when you leave that area that museum turn off that movie put down that book you still have to kind of like tuck away those feelings when you go out into the real world because it's like okay but we're present now we're present you have to go go to work you know what I'm saying? Like, now you have to go to work. Now you have to run your errands. You have to interact in a world that 
literally has been built on the backs of your ancestors. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's a really I don't even know what you would call it. I can't even like put into words what that is. But it's a feeling of like it's, you know, so needless to say, um, I really try to definitely go to things like this and be a part of them. But like I've learned my limit I've learned like okay when enough is enough like I left a little early like once I got to like the third level I was like okay I'm done and I left it was also kind of crowded but it was like you know I was like I'm done I don't need to see anymore I already know how this ends (laughs) you know what I'm saying like (laughs) I don't need I don't need to get into this anymore like there's a new movie coming out about Emmett Till and I do, a part of me wants to see it, but a part of me might want to wait till it gets, like, for streaming so I could watch it in the comforts and the safety of my own home because I'm, I've said this before, I am really, I don't want to watch any more movies about no damn slavery. I don't want to watch no damn movies about no apartheid, no segregation. I don't want to, I don't even want to watch no documentaries about Black Lives Matter, bitch. I don't even want to watch motherfuckers getting shot and killed on Twitter no more. I'm so, I don't want to do it. I don't. Especially movies. I just, I just don't even want to go down that road anymore i'm over it i've seen the movies i read the books i already know how it ends i already know what's going on you know what i'm saying it doesn't shock me you know like it it shocks some people who may not know like oh my god i can't believe like i can't believe you know they're nursing those kids girl please girl yeah we get it Oh, they they still had a bad, even though they were lived in in the house. Yes, girl. Like it's they was getting more. They were getting raped before the ones in the. I girl, I get like it's just, it's not. It might be surprising to you. I've, it's not to me, and it's really exhausting. And I don't want to see any more movies about it. You know what I'm saying? If there's anything, I want to see black people in superhero movies. That's it. That's it. I don't want to see nothing else. I don't want to see nothing else. I don't want to see no. I don't even want to see. Even though I liked Hidden Figures, even though I really actually do like that movie, I barely even want to see shit like that. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I just so am exhausted of seeing, like, black people being depicted in movies of not, of, like, fighting against, you know, white people and then them getting dogged out. Like, I just, I just don't want it anymore. I just want to watch... Superhero movies, fun shit. Okay, so there is, you know how Game of Thrones is? There is this, um, she's actually a author from San Diego. She wrote these books. Let me, hold on, bitch. Let me see. Um, fuck, what is it called? I have them somewhere. Blood and, Blood and Bone, I think it is? Movie or book? Hold on, I'm typing it in right now, child. The Children of Blood and Bone. That's what it is. And it's basically kind of um, the foundation, even though not really accurate, but girl, whatever, is about the Yoruba, I mean, religions, African traditional religions. And it's like magical. It's about um, like, you know how like in Game of Thrones, there's like the House of Targaryens, the House of Lannisters. It's kind of like that based in um, Nigeria, I believe, or Africa, definitely Africa, but I want to say it's. Nigeria 
because hold on let me just get this i gotta figure this out bitch um hold on the book her debut novel and the first book in a planned trilogy follows heroine blah 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 as she attempts to restore magic to the kingdom of orisha following the ruling class brutal suppression of the class of magic practitioner zele belongs to blah 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 um i don't know where it's set though anyways bitch that let's let's do that you know what i'm saying like i want to watch i want movies like that like sci-fi fantasy shit based in africa if if we're gonna do any historical pieces let's take it all the way back let's do mansa musa bitch you know the richest motherfucker in the world bitch like i want to see my ancestors in like rubies and diamonds and pearls and gold and like just over canovaness just richness and just you know like something inspirational you know what i'm saying like and i'm I'm sure i'm thinking way too deep into this but it's like if you're told all the time your ancestors were beat and oppressed and and raped and slaughtered and lynched and fought against systems and still couldn't win and then died at it and then were assassinated and blah blah you know like i you eventually really start to buy into this well maybe i am a second class citizen like maybe i'm really not that girl you know and my uncle my uncle my cousin the one who i say is like an uncle figure almost but he was like no we come from like a lineage of kings and queens like we originated wearing jewels we originated the craftsmanship of making gold into jewelry and adorning our bodies like we were the richest nations and so it's like that's what i want to be reminded of like i want to like it makes you feel good like you know like that's actually where we come from that's actually who we are you know what i'm saying we're not just being kicked down in the dirt getting whipped child you know that is part of our history but it's like damn like i'm just you know what i'm i I can go on and on talking about this i'm just really over slave movies and all them type of i just don't want to see them no more i don't so it is what it is bitch i don't want to see none of that shit no more bitch i don't it's so like ugly and it just i feel like it serves no purpose i really don't think it serves any purpose and it's always under the guise of like oh well we need our history to not be forgotten ain't nobody forgetting that shit bitch is literally nobody's forgetting it nobody's forgetting it nobody is and they think like it's doing more of a service for white people to like let white people white i promise you white people don't care i promise you they're like oh oh wow that's really sad all right so what's for dinner they don't care they don't like i've said before on this podcast white people don't leave the movies of those slavery movies and segregation movies the same way we leave them we leave them like feeling down in the dumps bitch (laughs) we be leaving them kind of low-key depressed bitch They be leaving it like, oh, that was really good. Like, oh, my God, Oscar winning, Oscar worthy. You know, like, it's just, I don't want to see them shits no more, bitch. Um, But anyways, moving right along, what was I going to say? Yeah, that was my little weekend. Um, And yeah, that's kind of really about it. So let's move it right along. All right, so I just got done with that topic, and here I am about to f- go into this topic. 
defending some damn white folks, bitch. <laughs> I really hate, I re like, I just don't, I don't ever want to really defend white people. I really don't, but I just feel like some things are just fucking ludicrous. So, <laughs> excuse me. So, Rosalia, she did a show on Sunday and Monday at Radio City Music Hall. I had tickets to go see her on Sunday. But, child, I just didn't really want to go. Like, no shade. I just didn't really want to go. Like, you know, like, I looked at when her, when she went on tour, I was like, oh. I was looking at the, the videos online. I was like, oh, okay. Well, there's no backdrop. Okay. Not many props. Okay. Doesn't look like a bunch of costume changes. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm going to sell my tickets. So I sold my tickets. The thing about being a Britney fan and being really a fan of some of the greatest entertainers in the world, i.e. Madonna, Michael Jackson, Janet Jackson, and Britney Spears, um, you're just kind of really spoiled when it comes to touring. Like, you're just like, everything is going to be over Canova. There's like moving sets, a mil like every song is a new costume change or a different variation. You know what I'm saying? Like the songs are not the actual songs on the album. They actually got remixed for the tour. And you know what I'm saying? Like there's backup dancers, there's pyro, there's water, there's just, it's just a whole extravaganza, bitch. So, I mean, I'm not trying to like shade the new girls, but it's like, the girls now just do like a little silk screen, not a silk screen, but like a little drop screen with an LCD, LED pad or whatever. And then it just be them on stage. And it's fine because I do believe Rosalia has stage presence down to the ground. She has great stage presence. But I just didn't really want to go. <laughs> I'm really at a point now where I really don't want to leave my house, bitch. I just want to stay grinding, doing what I got to do, go to the gym, build these motherfucking business up, start this third business, start my second podcast, do this damn cookbook, bitch. I'm just really in a mindset of grinding down to the ground to where it's like, girl, I don't really want to leave my house for this shit. I really don't. So it's, but it's really no, it's really no shade of Rosalia, I promise. It's really not. It's just, you know, I, if I, like I said, you know, I've said this more time and time again, I just want to go to tours and concerts for the greats. I need to see the greats, bitch. I need to see Shania Twainer. Celine Dioner. Okay? I, that's all I need to see. Elton Johner. Like, those are the girls I really need to see. Barbara Streisander. Like, there's a whole litany of, like, girls that are, like, the legends I need to see. Diana Ross, take it or leave it. But, you know, I'll take it if I can. There's a whole bunch of the girls that I really need to see. So if it's a new girl that's out on the scene, it need to be, it needs to be, it needs to be some things going on up on that stage, baby. It needs to be some things going on. I need to see some movement. Uh, it, unless you are Adele and you can just sit in front of that mic and just blow and, and, and wail. All right. I can handle that. But, honey, I, I, if you're one of the pop girls, mm -mm, I actually didn't even go see. the. Re I was actually supposed to go to California because I was supposed to go to the sec uh, my second Cristiano Dal concert on Saturday. I didn't even really want to go to there. And that's my man. 
that's my man. And it wasn't really because I didn't want to go. It was just I also fucked up my flight because I was getting in on a Wednesday. And I was like, why am I getting in so fucking early? And I just didn't want to go to San Diego. I'll be honest. I didn't want to go. I want to stay on my diet. I want to, like, work out. Like, there, you know? And being there from Wednesday, from Wednesday coming back Monday, like... So I sold them tickets too, child. Um, so yeah, what was I saying? Okay, so Rosalia was in, in New York City. She did a show on Monday, yesterday. And she went once to one of them balls. Um, like a ball, like, you know, kitty cat, 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 little Vogue balls and stuff like that. And... They they invited her to come do some. I don't know what. I really don't know, you guys. I don't know what this means, but I don't know if she was walking a ball. I don't know, bitch. It was all I just know is there's like an empty clearing <laughs> on the dance floor or wherever this building. It's it's an empty clearing, right? And people are on the outskirts, and people I guess do stuff in the middle of the clearing. I guess they do dips and twirls or category face i don't know girl and i don't care but she was you know they were like oh rosalia's in the house grammy award-winning rosalia by the way but um you know and she did her little thing and then i think she did like a little dip or whatever and then they put it up on the social media pages and stuff like that because hello like a global superstar is at your like underground event um it's kind of like a great press opportunity. It's a great look. It's a great branding opportunity. It kind of expands what you're doing. I don't know, like, really what that actually is. But, you know, girl, and sure enough, the girls was in her up in the comments talking about, it's a chop, it's a chop, it's a chop. She's a colonizer. Why is she here? Oh, well, who invited her? Like, just eating this girl up. And I'm like, you guys are losers. <laughs> like, you guys are fucking losers. I'm sorry. And one of my friends was like, yo, you guys are miserable. Angel, the person who was on last week, he commented, he was like, "You, the people in this comment section are miserable. You, He was like, it's not like she was winning a trophy. And I was like, and imagine if, and I said, imagine if she actually was trying to win an imaginary trophy for an imaginary category for something that actually holds no actual value in life, get out of here. They're miserable. But much is that whole entire scene. You know, I've never, after years, and I mean, it's been like 15-something plus years of getting invited to this shit, I've never once wanted to go. Ever. I will avoid it like the motherfucking plague. You know when you can just sense when something is just a very negative, nasty, vile, energetic area? I just don't want to be a part of it. It's not good, not healthy. <laughs> I don't, it's just not for me. You know, like some people thrive in those environments. It's not for me. I don't want to be a part of it. It just seems, first off, it seems weird. I'll be honest, it seems very weird because I don't, Maybe I don't understand it. And that's my prerogative. I don't need to understand it. But I don't get it. I don't really see the value in it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to walk. What is it? I don't know. Walk a category. First off, I don't even know what these, like, who, like, where do these categories come from? Like, what are, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to eat this whole scene up, but it's like, 
there's it's always there's one never been an appeal for me but then two it seems really you know like those kids in high school that were not popular but were also like they kind of did their own like you know like those dungeons and dragons the girls who played the dungeons and the dragons and like lived in this world of like make believe and like and it was almost so deep in to where it's like they're they've kind of lost touch of reality and it just kind of played on and played on but people just kind of like accepted it because it's like oh you know they're just being eccentric and stuff but then you're just like oh, okay it's kind of weird <laughs> Are they okay? You know, like that's kind of what it always reminded me of. But nonetheless, all the attitudes and like just the personalities that I've met adjacent to that, I'm just like, oh, don't, I don't ever want to go to that. That seems not how I would want to spend my my life on earth. So needlessly, needless to say, um, Rosalia was there and the girls was like eating her up in the comment section. But it's like, Just, like, and I guess the title or the, bitch, I don't know. I feel like I don't know. The title or, like, the um, the event name or the ball's name is, like, it's called, um, what is it called? Um, open to everyone or open to all, open to all or something like that. And it's, like. Rosalie is just having a good time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, she just probably got... She's on tour. She's like, girl, I'm gonna go twirl for the evening. She probably actually got invited. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure Rosalie, unless she probably asked her friend, like, how can I go to this? But I could bet my bottom dollar somebody wanted her to go there. And it's really over. It's really, like, cunt for, like, someone like her to show up. You know? So... And it's just, it's just really fucking weird the way they're calling her, like, a colonizer. She's a colonizer. Imagine calling, like, <laughs> I really, <laughs> imagine calling someone like her a colonizer. Like, what actually did she colonize? Like, what is she colonizing? You know what I'm saying? Like, what part? Like, when people bring these things up, it just burns my biscuits because our ancestors experience actual colonization where they were raped, murdered, lynched, oppressed for centuries. <laughs> and you're telling me this white lady who showed up at a ball and did a little dip and a little kiki key, 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 whatever and a little stroll, she's colonizing? Get out of here. That is really a fucking reach. You need to stretch a little bit and stretch them fucking lateral muscles, bitch, because the way you're fucking reaching is insane. It's really insane. And I, I feel like it's comedy, but it's not comedy because they're so serious about it. It's just like, the I feel like the girls take these things and really run with it. She's a white woman. Okay, and... You mean to tell me, like, well, you mean to tell me, like, yes, there is a high probability that someone in her lineage, her ancestors, may or may not have been, have partaked in active colonization. You know, like, it's just so, like, 
weird. Uh, it's so weird. Leave this woman alone. And I really hate try- getting on this damn mic and defending these white people. I just don't really get it. Like, it's just weird. And I, the thing that drives me, like I said, it, it's because it waters down what certain things really are. When you start taking these lofty words and these heavily loaded words and watering it down for something as stupid and minstrel as her showing up to a ball and walking a ball as a guest like not she wasn't even walking it like she was serious bitch she was like 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 a bitch at the club like you know when someone's at the club and they're like we got so-and-so and they get give them the mic or whatever they put the spotlight on them they're just like hey what's up and that's really it it wasn't like bitch i've been practicing all week for this ball i'm practicing for this like <laughs> i'm not re- i'm listen i'm trying not to obliterate this scene but it's like that already is funny to me that is so like I've been practicing for weeks to walk. To walk? <laughs> I mean, maybe I don't know what type of walk it is. I don't know if there's like a certain technique to walking. I don't know if it's like, you know, like there's like a technique in ballet and there's like certain like techniques in, I guess, definitely dance and other ways you can move your body. But like, I've been practicing weeks to to, to serve face. Like... I said, I'm really not trying to do this because you know, once I start, once I start going, bitch, I can really throw myself in a fucking tizzy and start laughing my ass off. So I'm really trying to stay focused. It's just so fucking, it is just so ridiculous. So needless to say, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it because, because then I'm going to be labeled as a bully. And I just, I I'm not doing it because then I'm really going to be labeled as a bully. And every week I feel like I'm getting closer and closer to it. So I just need to really fucking cool my fucking jets and be nice. Um, so there's that. Um, and this is such bad timing. This is really just really bad timing. But another like white bitch that they're eating up is the queen of England. <laughs> this is really like bad timing but um i was just really curious like i'm not even really trying to like cause an argument or nothing i i'm not a fan like i'm not like i am a fan like not like fan like i'm a royalist of course not but um i think it's interesting i think stuff like that is really interesting like i love like going through family trees and like i just love things like that like it's it's interesting and i think it's also interesting that there's like mo- a monarchy there's a few monarchies but there's one major monarchy aka the british royal family that has literally just stood the test of time like there are cer- certain monarchies that have only like lasted for like 20 years and then there's some that has, have been like been obliterated after like 100 years but for some for this to have gone for so long is okay we got to turn this this off because you keep all right for for this to have gone on for so long it's just interesting you know what i'm saying i can't help that it's not interesting but um i mean i don't pay attention to it like that unless there's something like major that happens like princess diana's death or when harry and megan 
um, decided to give up their roles and stuff like that. Like, those are the only times I'm like, oh, I've actually paid attention to. But as far as like, bitch, I didn't even know when, what's the, what's the other one, Prince? Andrew? Well, no, 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 that's not it. What's the, um, Prince William? Diana's oldest son. When he got married to that Kate Middleton? I think that's her name. Was that an actress? Bitch, I don't know. When he got married, I didn't know about that until like years later. They're like, it was the most watched so-and-so at the time. And I'm like, bitch, I don't know. I don't be paying attention to like that, but there's like certain monumental ones where I'm like, oh, this is interesting. But, um, so nonetheless, um, and I love the movie. I mean, the movie, the um, Netflix show, The Crown. It's probably, I think The Crown is probably one of my top five shows of all time. I love a period piece, though. You guys know I love a period piece. I love a period piece, bitch. Side note, there is a period piece called Versailles. Um, it's only three seasons, but it's good. It's real good. Anyways, so, oh, and there's a new period piece going on right now called the um, the Serpent Queen on Stars. It's it came out last week. It's only on episode two, but it's good too, girl. So, um, but that's me. I love a fucking period piece. I don't know what it is, bitch. Um. So anyway, so boom. I'm you know the when since the queen died, like the girls have been eating that old lady up, like they be eating her up. Like Pac-Man, bitch. Miss Pac-Man. They just eating her, gobbling up. Just tearing her to motherfucking shreds. And it dawned on me recently. I'm like, hold on. Now, now, hold, hold, hold the fuck on. I have a question. What exactly did she do? Because I was always under the impression that this is like kind of like a like a vanity title almost like they have no real say in government she doesn't have she's basically apolitical she doesn't have any actual power so like what all y'all over here talking to she's a colonizer she's a this she's problematic angel last week was on like she's murdered people and i'm like wait a minute this is very like this is wild like what are you talking about <laughs> I really want to know. So I asked people online. I was like, what? Can someone please point to me what she has done? I just need to know. Like, I just don't know. And I'm not coming from like a shady place. I just really don't know. Like, what what all has she done? Because all I've known about this old lady was just boring shit. And she was just boring and a sweet old lady nonetheless. And she really liked, loved her grandchildren. But. The girls was like, oh, she's over here. Um, yes. Like, she's a colonizer. Well, listen. The whole British monarchy and just Britain in general did colonize a bunch of places throughout, like, one-third of the planet. Um, not saying it's okay. But, yeah, a big bulk of at least the royal family's wealth was built off of that. Um, it is my, under my under, my understanding that the queen's wealth really comes from her real estate, which is wild to think. Because then I started looking into, I was like, did you know Princess Diana was um, raised in a household that they leased from the queen? Isn't that crazy? So, yeah. I just, it's just like, I don't know. I just feel like this lady is just like a regular old grandma. I didn't think of her like in a very evil sense like most people were describing her online 
you know, but then also, I, I just feel like the girls really, I've said this time and time again, I just feel like people take certain things and buzzwords or whatever it is, and they know that they can get engagement from it. And they know that they can get a reaction. They can get some, like some people just like negative attention. They need it. Some people just need attention so bad because they don't get it in real life that they're willing to get it by any means necessary. So if it's bad attention, they're, they're like, give it to me. I'll take it. No one's paying attention to me through my, in my real life. I'll t- if, even if it's bad, I'll take it. So people just kind of like sit in that like negative realm. And I mean, we're all kind of like the same, like, you know, we're all people who judge and who are very critical, but I don't know, like the things that I've, I've known about this lady have not been the only thing that the only thing I've ever known that kind of came across my radar about this lady that was like, hmm, this is a little unsavory was the fact that she tried to or did um, give her own personal money to help Prince Andrew, her second son, um, in his settlement against the lady who accused him of allegedly sexually abusing her. Um, That I do, that did raise, I was like, hmm, that's interesting. Um, I mean, it's not like it makes it any better, but like the money does go directly. If it's for a settlement, it goes to the victim. Um, and I mean, listen, you know, I'm, I'm, I just, sometimes I got to play devil's advocate. That's it. It is a settlement. I do like, this is my own opinion, bitch. I don't know. I wasn't in them rooms, child, but I, I genuinely feel like Prince Andrew really did some really wild shit especially when you watch the the interview he did with the bbc that motherfucker saying um every two words um 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 that motherfucker nervous as fuck and i think he did it i really think he did it bitch but just to play devil's advocate it is a settlement it's not um it's not a what's the word i'm looking for uh it's not a um what is the word I'm looking for? Damn it. Um it's um it's not a civil judgment. It's not a judgment. It's a settlement. Not making not saying it's any better, not saying he didn't do it, but like it is a settlement. And a lot of people perceive settlements as an omission of guilt. You know, Michael Jackson did some settlements. Listen, I'm not <laughs> I generally think he did it. I think he's a wretched person and he st- still kept fucking fucking with Epstein even after allegedly with that walk in Central Park where he was like, I actually just went there to tell him I, I, we're going to call off our friendship. But then was back there like two a few months later. You know what I'm saying? It's like and then he's like, I really regret my friendship with him. Well, girl, did you really? You know. But. I'm not saying this is okay and whatnot, but I do know he does not have a lot of money. And I don't know. I mean, there is some things that are suggesting that the queen did help pay for his, um, his defense, his civil defense. So, I mean, 
that is kind of that it that in itself I will be like this is kind of wild you know what I'm saying um sometimes I wonder if like I had a child if they were part of that what would I do and a part of me wants to say I would support my child I know that sounds really shitty to some people they're like no but if it's sexual abuse or rape or something like that like you gotta like let your kid and you know I thank god I don't have kids okay for one so I don't have to deal with it but it it, it it's kind of like a I know it's not weird for some people I know some people it's a straight answer but I feel like I think because in my own life, I've seen, listen, I'm, I believe the victim, okay? I believe this lady, and I do believe that Prince Andrew was doing some shit he ended up in the fucking business doing. I do believe it. Um, but I think just because of, like, my own previous experiences, like, person, not, my, not me, bitch, not me, not me, 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 not Solomon, me, not that personal bitch, but... <laughs> I just know, like, there are some ex- my life experiences of with other people. I have known um, things to not be true, and I'm like, yo, they are really fucking railroading you, or like things that are kind of flimsy, or like when people see an opportunity. I'm not saying that that's all the time. I'm sure it's a very small percentage, but um, yeah, I just don't know if I, how I would proceed. I feel like I would want to always initially believe my children and I would want to support them and I would want to make sure that they are not railroaded by all means. Um, But, you know, at the same time, like if I knew for a fact, like this person did commit these crimes, like what would I do? You know what I'm saying? Like Biggie's, um, the notorious B.I.G., his, his daughter ended up putting their townhouse in Brooklyn or like, like a, a actual home a multi-million dollar home um, for bail for her her lover or whatever on like, I think he hit and ran, like he murdered someone or something like that. Like at that point, it's like, well, girl, they ain't alive. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is probably not a great thing to do. Your whole house? Biggie didn't die and left you a house that's you're getting equity from. Like, Come on, girl. Like, let's be a little smart. You know, like, there's certain things I'm like, I'm not going to put up my house. I'm like, For certain things, I'm like, no. But, like, hypothetically speaking, if I had a son and he was, he got accused of um, sexually abusing someone, I would not be happy. But if they were like, oh, bitch, you owe X amount of money. If I had it, and I know they didn't, I might throw a couple dollars. I might throw a couple dollars. Because the only thing that's going to benefit is the um, is the victim. You know what I'm saying? Like, imagine, like, imagine, because from my understanding, Prince Charles, I mean, he ain't hurting for nothing. He ain't missing no meals. But he doesn't have assets of upward of $20 million. He just doesn't. So... You su- the thing people be forgetting is like you gonna sue somebody and it's like oh, I'm gonna sue you for a hundred million dollars. Well, if the motherfucker ain't got a hundred million dollars, you ain't gonna get anything. 
You know what I'm saying? And when a motherfucker ain't got nothing, all, all they gonna do is just keep you in and out of court, filing more motions after more motion after more motion, just keeping you in court for years and years and years, and you will still not see a penny. That's just really the cold, hard truth of it. So when people who ain't got no money, it's like, girl, get out of here. You know, so it's like at least the little $2 million, the not little, but you know what I'm saying? Like little chump change. The fucking queen gave, at least that's going to, to the victim. I mean, again, it doesn't make it any better. Like not at all. But that is the only thing about the queen that really was like, hmm, this is very interesting. But the, also what I've known is um, she wanted to end apartheid in South Africa. And she was adamantly for um, imposing sanctions on South Africa because of apartheid. So, and the only bitch who fucking stopped her was the prime minister, um, Margaret Thatcher. Like, she was like, no, I'm not into it. I don't want to do it. And you know how the, the queen's apolitical and she's not supposed to, she is not supposed to sway the opinion. She's not supposed to get involved politically. She's not supposed to give an opinion with her prime ministers, blah, 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 blah. She's really not. So, and this is the one historical moment where she really kind of got in and was like, no, we need to impose sanctions on South Africa because we need to end apartheid. And that was a gutsy move. You know what I'm saying? Like she could have just sat back and be like, all right, Maggie, do what the fuck you want to do, bitch. I'm going to be on this motherfucking royal sh um, ship eating shrimp cocktail, bitch. You know, like she could have just been like, fuck it. But like she was like, no, like we need to do this and was adamant about it. And in turn, the wild thing is it was only because um, Thatcher's son had business in the Middle East and South Africa. Which, you know, they later found out years later. was like, well, that's the reason why, bitch, you didn't want to do it. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, and it was, and then, the, then when the press got a hold of this, the royal family still was kind of like denying the fact that the queen got involved when in reality she did. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't like she was doing it just for like show and tell, like, you know, like, let me show these bitches like I'm sympathetic or whatever she didn't even want people to know she got involved so i just feel like i mean listen i just feel like that's also commendable like if you were like so opposed to be people you know being treated like this and it's a hum humanity issue and you're so moved you're like no this cannot be we have to do this and you really break rank almost like you kind of come out of your apoliticalness and you're like yo we got we to gotta do this, Margaret. And went back and forth with the bitch. So, I don't know. I think that's... I don't think that... I don't think a, a mean person, a bad person would do that. A person who has, like, bad blood would do that. You know? And then her father um, was... what? Did, I think he started the Commonwealth. And... But he died before... I think it really started to take effect, bitch. I don't know. I'm not a historian, bitch. But I do know her big thing is um, the nations of the Commonwealth. And I was watching this thing not too long ago where she actually put on a fashion show at Buckingham Palace. 
and invited designers from the Commonwealth. And one of them was this lady from Sierra Leone. And basically to highlight these designers and put them in Buckingham Palace, and she mixed in, um, I don't say high-end designers, but already established designers like Stella McCartney, and invited like editors, even editors like Anna Wintour to come to kind of like give these people an opportunity to showcase their talents. And, you know, is it like one of those typical like outreach programs? I'm sure. But like, and then I think they also do, they also pick people and bring them to Buckingham Palace for a few weeks each year to kind of train them on different skills that they could use in their own countries. And I mean, listen, I'm not trying to come up with an excuse, but it just doesn't like if these are ideas that she came up with, I just feel like it's that doesn't come from someone who's a mean person. That doesn't come from someone who's actually like a colonizer. It seems like someone who's wanting to break away or dismantle a lot of that stuff and kind of rectify um, and remedy the effects of colonization, you know, giving people a platform. Yeah, you can't do it all. You can't change everything yourself, you know, but just like little bit by little bit. I think it's, you know, listen, I didn't think that the old lady was a bad lady. I really don't. I genuinely don't. And the girls was like, well, she's the one who killed Diana. Honestly, now listen, I don't, I don't really like to delve deep into the conspiracies but I will say, when she started, Diana started fucking around and working on legislation against landmines and them motherfuckers who be making weapons for wars, they didn't like that. That's a multi-billion dollar industry. They was like, uh-uh, we ain't having it. And she barely did that for a year and got taken. She was wasn't here the following year and again i don't believe in all that stuff but like if any you really think the old ass queen was like let's kill this bitch come on like it could like there's actually a lot of potholes and a lot of weird shit that is surrounding diana's death but i really do not believe it would have been the queen if anybody i think it would have been the girls who was making them landmines because at that time, the girls don't really... I feel like either you have to be of a certain age or, you you know, there's a cusp, like a cutoff point to where there's girls of, of even millennials that don't really understand the magnitude. But Diana was kind of like Oprah times 10 on steroids to where if Diana said, bitch, um, I'm going to um, wear a black dress that looked like this, bitch, everybody would wear the same black dress. And Diana was like, well, she knew like her power. And she was like, no, I, she might have dibbled and dabbled in areas where, you know, she was kind of fucking with the wrong folks. But when she started doing things like uh, with the landmines, it was huge. Like the girls was like, no, this shit is wrong. And now I think every landmine in Bosnia is gone. Like every last one is gone. Um, and there's been like some legislation that's passed because of her initial efforts. I mean, it didn't pass because of her. I mean, in her, like she didn't do it, but like, because she started that conversation, it, you know, basically it's because of her, but, um, 
And then it would just like there's and, and then even like getting rid of like the AIDS stigma. Well, it didn't get rid of the AIDS stigma, but it definitely needless to say she was a powerful bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like you're the most famous woman in the world and adored. It wasn't like you were just famous, like Kim Kardashian famous, where like some people like her, some people don't. Everybody loved Princess Diana. Everybody. And it was like a, the biggest celebrity. Like biggest celebrity, bitch. So and people sympathized with her. They saw themselves in her. So, girl, I don't think the queen put a hit on fucking Diana, bitch. I don't. You know, like, I feel like everything people were tweeting me, like, what about this? I think, I was like, these are not actual things. Like, I don't know. I just feel like it's really weird to get online and roast someone who's died and not really when asked like, well, why was this person a bad person? You don't really have much to say. Well, I think she did this. Well, I think, you know, what I've heard is this. Well, I, I, well, didn't she do this? And it's like, no, no. And no, it's just, you're a weirdo. You know what I'm saying? Like if Clarence Thomas dropped there right the fuck now, I'd be like, fuck him. May he roast in the forever flaming furnaces of hell, bitch. And if somebody asked me why, I'd be like, sit down. Let me give you let me give you a dossier of this motherfucker. You know, like I I would you would you would have a lot to say about Clarence. But the queen, bitch. Like, get out of here, bitch. Like, it's just it's just really fucking weird. Um yeah, it's just weird. Um, and then, like, people try to tie it into, like, Meghan and Harry and stuff. And from what Meghan and Harry both said was there was two people. I forgot who the second one was. They're, like, for sure the queen. And I want to say, I don't know who the second one is. But they're, like, for sure the queen was not the one who asked what color the baby would be. I just, she never said it. So... And if they're like they're adamant about it, they're like, no, she never said that. It had nothing to do with her. So I don't know, girl. Like, it's just like not everybody is a colonizer. Like, not everybody. Like, it, not everybody is like these bad people. Like, you know what I'm saying? And you know what? And the, here's the thing. Was it weird that she allegedly helped pay for her son's criminal defense? Of, I mean, I don't even think it was a criminal. I think it was civil. I don't. I, I, do, I really don't know. I wish I would have looked this up. I apologize. Um, it wasn't criminal. I want to say it was civil. Bitch, I don't know. But I don't think it was criminal. I think it was like a civil suit. Um, which, girl, I'm not c- going down that road because I don't want the girls to talk about bleed. You don't believe the victims. I ain't saying all that, but I'm just saying. I don't know what the statute of limitations are, but... I just know. I always just find it really interesting when the girls say certain things, especially when those two people who went after Michael Jackson and it got debunked. I just think for those two guys, especially like Wade Robson, and I love Wade Robson, I just thought it was really interesting that like instead of going to the police or, you know, the DA and saying like, oh, Michael Jackson sexually assaulted me i just think it's very glaring that instead of going to them you instead hired a publicist 
and you b- both hired the same publicist and then you pitched a documentary you know what i'm saying like <laughs> i mean listen thank god hand to god bitch i've never gone through some shit like that and i would imagine that's a horrific traumatic lifelong experience but i would hope that i would have the sense and my family would have the sense to go to the da not to hire a a publicist and then pitch a documentary and then file a civil lawsuit i want criminal charges but that's just me everyone's you know you you are able to do whatever you want to do with your life but I always find it very interesting when instead of going the criminal route, they go the civil route. Okay. I mean, hey, if a family's worth half a billion dollars, maybe go the civil route. I believe the lady. Now, I wanted to be go on the record. I believe the lady and I believe Prince Andrew did some wrong. I do believe that. But. In certain circumstances, not just these two particular instances, but it's always, oh, it makes me go, hmm, when I see the girls go the civil route instead of the criminal route, just saying, just saying, especially when you're able to still operate within the statute of limitations, just saying, um, now where was I, bitch? But yeah, that's just kind of basically the topic for the week so moving right along all right and just a quick little update i just want to let you guys know um i'm really i don't know if i'm really invoking my powers again i don't know what it is um i really don't know but I also have another gym crush and um and I kind of thought he was not into me or like just like dusting me a little bit but then I found out that he really has been into me needless to say I went to the CVS down the street because I needed a hair tie because my hair is getting long. So I'm putting my hair in like a little hair tie. And he was there and he said hello. And, you know, we exchanged numbers. And and then also on the on the walk home, this dude, he was kind of cute though. He was like, damn that ass fat. I want you to sit on my face. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> the dog really still got it you bitches is bad you bitches is so fucking bad uh, kill yourself um <laughs> you know the dolly still really got it so i'm just you know like just feel like <laughs> you know when you get to a certain age bitch you know especially as a gay man because when you're 35 years old that's basically like 60 in straight world really like honestly when you're gay, like, after the age of 28, like, kill yourself. Because it's, like, it's just downhill from there. So it's just really nice that the doll is really flourishing. You know what I'm saying? Effervescent to some. And just really some sweet to eat for the kids. And I'm just really relishing in that at the moment. You know what I'm saying? I'm not really acting on it. I'm just enjoying the, um, the, um, ovation. You know? So I just want to throw that out there. And just to remind the girls, 
Um, but I do want to say right now, um, I believe at the end of the week, the skin brightening face cream and the eye brightening cream will be available. And it's really comp, bitch. It's really fucking comp. It got niacinamide, which is a B3 vitamin, which is a natural brightening agent, which you can use as much as you want, bitch. But it's better than like a harsh bleaching chemical like hydroquinoin and stuff like that. Because it keeps your skin bright and it lightens it up, it also has squalene. So it's going to soften um, fine lines and wrinkles and soften the texture of your skin. It's going to make it look, look less dull. It has macadamia oil, which is going to hydrate your skin, but not clog your skin. You know what I'm saying? I know a lot of the girls don't enjoy oils because they feel like it's going to break them out and stuff. It depends on what type of oils you have. Some of them are cheap oils, baby. And that's fine. Some people can, can, can... Honestly, what I've learned with skincare, some people can have cheap ingredients and it works for them. I myself, I'm not trying to sound bougie. I swear to God, I'm not trying to sound bougie. I can't do cheap ingredients. I've learned that. I've I've learned the hard way, child. I have my face looking like a motherfucking pepperoni pizza, bitch. And uh-uh, I can't, uh-uh. I, I have to do the more expensive refined oils. But I still need oil nonetheless. So anyway, so then it has macadamia oil. But it also has, um, on both of them, I ended up adding the collagen serum with hydrolyzed collagen in them so keep it like plumping. So you're always getting like this nice anti-aging effect. So the the face cream and the eye cream both is going to help brighten. It's not going to bleach your skin, girl. It's just going to brighten your 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 face. It's going to get rid of hyperpigmentation. It's also going to keep it youthful, work on the texture, keep it supple, and just it's really just like a nice anti-aging um like skincare products that you can use that you can use now it doesn't have to be like when people think of like anti-aging the girls be thinking like oh when they get to like 50 years old i'm gonna do that girl (laughs) don't wait until you have wrinkles baby like i'm not trying to be rude or nothing like that like the girls be really loving to say like i'm only gonna get botox when i need it Girl, by the time you need it, it, you can't do anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, you've already fucked it up. Like, you need preventative care. You know what I'm saying? So, like, start doing those things now. Yeah, I mean, now, I grant, if you're, like, 16, 17, 18 years old listening, you don't need all them, them products. You just need a regular ass Cetaphil moisturizer, bitch, and some fucking pro, proactive honey. You don't need no expensive skincare shit. You just don't. But... Once you get over the age of 25, once you get into 28, for sure, once you're in your 30s, that's when you really start to need to work on, you know, preventative care and anti-aging because, girl, it you could be here today, your skin could be lit today, trash tomorrow. That's how fast I see the girls going. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you're in your 20s, it's like, whatever. But, like, I see the girls, when they're 30s, they be looking real effervescent, fresh, and cunt. And bitch, literally six months later, boom, irreversible, decrepit, ghastly, heinous. So those will be out either the end of this week or um, top of next week. But be sure to check those out. Also, the high, I mean, the collagen serum right now currently is buy one, get two Hydra needles 
for free, which is great because it's like an application. Um, it's a serum application with needles, 16, 22 needles, excuse me, that you can puncture into your skin. And it doesn't go deep or anything, but it um, it injects the collagen into the skin, the collagen serum into the skin. It doesn't have to be my serum. It could be any of your favorite serums. But it works if you don't want to do a whole microneedling, you know. So, yeah, that's really about it. So, moving right along. Oh, bitch, what am I talking about? Go to SawRayBeauty.com. <laughs> Place your orders, girls. Um, also, just like a quick reminder, um, like a really gentle, friendly reminder, please double-check your name, address, phone numbers, emails whenever you place your orders. Um, you have 15 minutes to do so because once there's a 15-minute grace period before all orders go to my fulfillment center and they get fulfilled that same day. I'm not joking. I'm not exaggerating. I'm not trying to scare y'all, but like... It's very imperative because by the time you email us, and I don't check the emails, Serena does. She does all the customer service shit. By the time you email us, we won't be in time for us to change the address because it's already sent out. I, I promise you. I, like, I'm not trying to like be an asshole, but like, you have a 15-minute window. And if we don't catch that, that error within 15 minutes, bitch, it's already being printed and packaged. In the fulfillment center. Okay, like, so it's it's going to be really hard. Like, there's been times where we have been able to interject a package and get it fixed. But it's not that easy, bitch. So I'm just asking you politely, like, just make sure you check the address and it's the right one. You know, I do this all the time. I do this all the time. Fucking Google's autofill gets me, girl. It gets me. I'd be like, oh, yeah, ding, 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 click, 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 bye. All of a sudden, I'm like looking at where the fuck my package at, bitch, to my old address. I do that all the time. I do that all the time. <laughs> and then I'm over here calling my my old landlord, talking about some. Hey, girl, I got a package. Can um, can one of y'all sign for it? <laughs> Mess. All right. So yeah, go to sawraybeauty.com to you know place your little orders. Um, and yeah, moving right along. All right, so now on to listener letters. If you want to write into the show, send in your emails to ask at the Solomon Ray Um, This week we have one, and it says Solomon, period. Girl, I just sucked dick for the first time and I am spiraling. That's a wild sentence to start on, so let me run it back. First off, I would love to start off by saying I absolutely love your energy, mindset, and just the overall way you hold yourself. It resonates so much with me. I ultimately believe in holding yourself at a high standard, and you are the personification of that. Let me explain why I'm spiraling and giving some Gok Gok 2000, and hopefully you can help a girl out. I apologize for the length in advance. (laughs) For some background about me, I'm 19 years old, a Capricorn third-year criminology student. I'm very into psychology, especially of criminals. And my pursuit of my degree has really helped me get in touch with my individual feelings. Because I am in tune with how I feel, I am able to set boundaries and outline what I want for myself in many aspects of my life. Ultimately, I strictly set these rules so I'm never left feeling like the mechanism of someone else's pleasures, especially before my own. This is heavily enforced in my sexual life. I'm a virgin. I'd kissed people before and been fingered before. I have never received head. 
I've been offered but always declined and have never given it up until last night. It has nothing to do with religion or saving myself. I was raised and held this belief myself to find someone who treats you with respect and then sexual activities can come later. I say that to say I don't think less of anyone who thinks otherwise. Just for me, I always needed to feel like more than a fuck buddy before I'm comfortable engaging in sexual activities. But last night, that went all out the window. This guy we met at a club. I had just gotten out of a situationship and was ready to just move on. He asked for my number and we started talking. Based off how he was moving after hanging out in the group setting, I had decided that he wasn't for me. He is, as my grandma would describe in our St. Lucian tongue, a belle flor san Belle flor san ludo. Bitch, I don't know what that means. Oh, this translates to a beautiful flower with no smell. Ooh, yes. Not that, that, that being my type. Ah, hold up. Okay, back to your thing. Metaphors, metaphors aside, this nigga is fine as fuck, but lacking intellectually. He's not, hold on, just gotta, sometimes it be like that, girl. Sometimes it really be like that. Like, sometimes the pretty girls are really just, like, the only gift that has been bestowed upon them is really beauty. You know what I'm saying? You can't really expect to, like, have, like, let me get back to this, sorry. Um, he's not a dud in the literal sense, but he's not an intellectual and he doesn't have to be, but I would, I just love a nigga who I can be philosophical with. Even outside of romantic relationships, I gravitate towards people who look and think outside of the stereotype environment society has put us in. I'm a black woman who grew up in the hood. Stereotypical society expects of me as a black person. Oh, wait, grew up in the hood. But I never let it define me. I always challenge myself to think outside of my environment so I don't fall into the way of thinking that a stereotypical society expects of me as a black person. My main turnoff was he played heavily into a hood man stereotype. Oh my God, that's my favorite. Pretty and hood. Okay, sorry. Ooh, girl. Hold on. Wow. Okay. Um, it's as if he doesn't comprehend emotions and ideas outside of what a hood guy should have. And because he takes playing that role so seriously, I didn't find he could put effort into being affectionate or playful when we hung out in the group setting. There's things I can resonate and admire about him, like his work ethic, gentleman gentleman wise ways, hygiene, and just wanting better for himself and his family. Girl, this is like my type. Work ethic is a gentleman, great hygiene, and wanting better for himself and his family? And pretty? All right. I'm trying to find the issue here, but let me just keep reading. But at the <laughs> at the time he showed, he didn't have certain aspects that are non-negotiable for me. When he called me yesterday night to hang out, I was iffy. Based on the information listed but before, his con list was higher than I liked. I had already brushed him off as a guy that I didn't see a future with. I also hate late night car ride dates. It gives low effort, and I don't consider that a proper date. Him asking further proved my point. But it was Friday night. I looked good and I was bored. So I said, fuck it. I'm going to go. Solomon, I always say, when someone shows you blue, don't try and mix red to make purple. 
my grandma metaphor traits passed down to me. Basically, when show when someone shows you who they are from jump, believe them. But I was proved wrong. When we were alone, he was a different person. Affectionate, hella goofy, and was able to let loose. Still low-key a dub, but I was laughing too hard to care. Maybe it was part of a bigger plan, because Negroes be playing all... <laughs> I gotta proofread these emails, bitch. Because <laughs> Negroes be playing all types of tips and tricks. <laughs> but he didn't try anything, even though there were multiple times he could. It was only when I got fed up waiting for him to make a move that I put aside my pride and took control. The overall sexual interaction was very lighthearted. It was a good mix of laughter and sexiness. I told him I wasn't very experienced and he was very understanding. Made sure I was comfortable and overall very patient, which is the bare minimum, but much appreciated regardless. Even though I had fun, I don't know what to do moving forward. I never thought I'd be in the back of a guy's car sucking dick in a grocery store parking lot. Especially without a proper date first. Sex always came second. But I feel like it comes first in this situation. I don't want a friends with benefits situation for myself. I've always wanted a proper boyfriend-girlfriend relationship. Even though he was different last night, who is to say that's who he truly is? It could have been an act, which he seems so good at playing already to get in my pants this nigga could very much be real life version of the great gatsby <laughs> i feel like i wouldn't be sticking to my rules if i continued i blame myself not only because i didn't stick to the boundaries i set up but i also made the first move even after he he time and time again he showed me that he wasn't trying to do anything I feel like I came off as easy or someone who can easily be manipulated into sexual acts without putting into the pro putting in the proper effort. I like to control and I feel like last night I presented myself as a mechanism for his pleasure. What advice do you, you have for taking back the control? Or is it part of being vulnerable and I should embrace it? Thank you in advance, Miss Gawk 2000. <coughs> Girl. Girl, this sounds divine, honestly. I mean... <laughs> I'm also a motherfucking heathen, bitch. And I'm clearly fag trash because I'm, I'm, I, <laughs> this man, if he's fine and he's all the, this, and he seems goofy and like, I first off, I love a man who's goofy. Like, but see, here's the thing. A lot of hood dudes, like they be putting it off. Like they be having this, like not rah, 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 but like they be having like this, like, facade and the minute you get with them like one-on-one -on -one, or like once they you know you kicking it with them or they're you will see they're some of the funniest people like so funny so goofy um i don't know where that's from i don't get it i've never understood that but i like it i think it's like an attractive trait like i i don't know i don't think there's nothing wrong with what you did um i also don't even think of it as he was trying to play you or pull the rule over your eyes or nothing like that like he might have just wanted to like get to know like i wouldn't put it past him um but yeah i don't think there's anything wrong with it i feel like there's really no need to like regain control because you were still in control you know what i'm saying i think you're thinking too deep into it of like these mind games of like but you're still in control like you were like hey i'm here you were in control because you wanted to meet with him 
you know, may not have been the cir circumstances that you initially would have dreamt of, but like you wanted to meet him and you wanted to, you know, hang out with him in his car and whatever. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that. Like that's what you want to do. And you took control. Like you were in control. You made, you were driving the boat, bitch. So I don't think there's nothing wrong with it. Um, and I will say, um, and I, I, I mean, I guess I got to be careful saying this because I don't want to tell young kids to have sex, bitch. Like I'm, that might, that actually might get my ass canceled. Um, but I do think that there's nothing wrong with exploring and with yourself and uh, not yourself. Well, maybe yourself, bitch, but you exploring how you are sexually i think there's nothing wrong with it I, you know i think there's nothing wrong with having sex on the first day i don't i'm also a gay man you know so i don't really know how that translates in the heterosexual world um but i don't think there's anything wrong with it i don't think there needs to be like these concrete rules of we need to go on a date first and you have to text me this and you have to call me on the phone first for 30 minutes and then and then after that we, we're gonna kiss but then that's all we're gonna do no tongue and like it's just like i in my honest opinion i feel like when those things start to happen you're really setting yourself up for failure because people do not live in these the confines of like these restrictions you know what i'm saying like a lot of people have like these crazy strict restrictions and it's like that is so unobtainable and not realistic so ultimately thus you're setting yourself up for failure you know so i do believe i do believe it's really important to explore yourself sexually with other people not saying like bitch just having sex all the damn time but like i think because you get to know what it is that you like what you want you know what i'm saying like i can't imagine like when people be like oh my only um sexual partner has been my husband oh my god as if like you know what i'm saying like wow imagine only like like, I was talking to this one girl. She was like, I've only had two dicks in my whole life. And I was like, girl, that sounds heinous. And she was like, you know, let me, she was happy about it. And I was like, but in my mind, I'm like, that sounds really horrible. That sounds really like like a death sentence. You know what I'm saying? Because you have nothing to compare it to. Imagine if, like, his stroke game is, like, wackadoodle. You know what I'm saying? Imagine if, like, the dick ain't even, like, lit. Imagine if the dick is ugly. Imagine if it's a micro penis. Just saying. But, um, yeah, I just, I think, one, you're Capricorn, so, bitch, I get it, because I'm a Capricorn, too. We be thinking, we be in our motherfucking domes, bitch. We be in our motherfucking domes. Uh, we be thinking. And sometimes it's good to get out of that because you're overthinking something that doesn't have to be so complicated, Um, especially now. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, I, I do like the fact that you're like, I know who I, who, what I'm worth. I, I love that because don't ever change it. Um, but I think it's nice to, you could take things casual and see how it goes. Um, and there's nothing wrong with, you know, even if you want to hang out with him again, even if you're like, I don't even want, like you said, you didn't want to do any more or you didn't want uh, friends with benefits. That's fine. You can still get to know him, you know, especially if, 
you've gotten to, if he's trusted you and he's showing this other side to him, you know, and I do believe the saying, like when people show you who they are the first time, believe them. But I think that's under the context of like, if someone proves that they're a liar, believe that they're a liar. You know what I'm saying? If someone proves on the first time that they are someone who is manipulative, believe them to be someone who's manipulative. But I don't think it really runs true when it's like, oh, he seemed very quiet or like he wasn't really funny or like he seemed kind of dumb. I don't think it really rings true for that because people are different people in certain settings. You know what I'm saying? And it's not always okay to take people for face value at in those circumstances because sometimes they may not feel comfortable in those environments. Clearly he was comfortable with you. So he was able to like let down whatever guard that little facade that he had and was like, I, I could be goofy. I could be, and there's nothing. I listen. I you said something. It was like it was sexual but playful. There is nothing better than those moments. And anybody listening, like those are like the best like sexual moments. Where like you like you into it, right? But it's like there's like moments like you'll laugh or like it'll be like just like a little awkward moment. But like it's those are like the cutest little moments, bitch. It's so cute. And motherfuckers who be trying to be hard and shit like that, they don't ever let those those moments seep through. So the fact that though like you were alluding to the fact that there was like those moments is it's sweet. It's cute. I like this. And I'm also kind of jealous. <laughs> I am, bitch. I'm really fucking jealous. Like, why y'all get this and not me, bitch? What am I doing wrong? I really gotta ask like my ancestors. I gotta really fucking have a come to Jesus moment. Like, what am I doing wrong? I want a man who who's who's heavy in the streets. I do. I really deserve it. But I also want one that's like really sweet and vulnerable. But like, you know, like I I really let me not make this about me, but bitch, it's cute. I I really love this for you. And I just think that you're overthinking it. And um also another thing, I get okay, you didn't say this explicitly and honestly you didn't really say it implicitly um but i will say this and i'm guilty of this and it's not my my favorite trait um i was dating someone earlier this year and i could tell and he would always say he's like you had a better education than me and i'm like i don't even have a fucking high school diploma Quit saying that. I don't even... What are you talking about? He's like, oh, but you read books. And you... Uh, yeah, the books are not like... It's not an education, bitch. You can literally go to a library and get a book. Barnes & Noble is still in business. I don't know for how long, but they're still in business, bitch. And right now, I think they have a sale going on for this all year. Um, But he would always say like these things because... But then it... it first off, that would annoy me because it was like, bro, stand up. You weak in the knees. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I need you to have some confidence. But... There is a part of me deep down inside that I get instantly turned off when someone's not. I, you don't need to be fucking a brainiac, bitch. You don't need to be fucking Einstein, okay? But if you're not very bright, it's an instant turn off for me. It really, like, I really will lose interest. You know, 
But with that being said, I also don't need philosophical conversations. I don't need in-depth shit. I don't need, you know, we don't need to, we don't need to go down them roads, baby. I like to keep things light and cute and current. For real. I'm so serious. Like, somebody was, you know, like those little fucking memes on Instagram where they be like, oh, um, if all your friends is talking about is celebrity gossip and clothes and jewelry and makeup, you and you're 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 not talking about in-depth conversations and and theories and stuff like that, you're immature. Girl, then I'm gonna be immature because I don't want to talk about shit like that all the time. I really don't. I really I honestly I really don't. I like all my free times when I when I, when I'm hanging with my friends, all I want to do is laugh. That's it. I just want to laugh and be joyous and and kiki roast roast each other, have jokes. Very seldom do I want to get into like these structural conversations and like this in-depth like philosophical like moments. Like, ugh, as if. You know what I'm like, ugh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I just really don't want to do it. And I know some people enjoy it, I'm sure, but like I'm only on this earth for a very limited amount of time and limited edition, bitch. Um, and I just want lighthearted happiness. You know, I want to laugh. And you know what's crazy, girl? I'm learning a lot of people do not have people in their life that make them laugh. And that breaks my heart. Some people are not, I'm not saying people need to be fucking comedians, but like there are people who like literally just go home and be around people at work and, and everywhere. And they don't even fucking laugh. Like, bitch, what? No, I need someone to make me laugh, bitch. I need someone to roast and like just kiki with, you know? And the fact that you were able to like be goofy with, that is so cute. And that's so like, I treasure that. Like I, those are things I really would treasure. Like I love, there's nothing better than someone being very handsome and hygienic, bitch. Okay, and having great manners, and being funny, and and making having like funny banter with. There's nothing better than that, girl. It really isn't. I I don't need you to break down theories for me, and and we don't need to like. I don't really need that. That's not heavily weighted for me personally. I would rather someone be attractive, funny, well mannered, a gentleman makes his own money and makes me laugh than someone who's just sitting around talking philosophical shit. I really don't care. That's, that's not what I wanted. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just imagine if I'm like, Lord child, I wouldn't want to be that old. I was about to say 90, but if I'm like 80 years old with someone Bitch, you think I want to sit down and talk and th- and talk f- philosophical shit? No, bitch. I got a damn near 365 days left on my motherfucking life. And I just want to laugh, honey. I just want to kiki. I want to be with someone who's going to make me laugh. And just, like, shoot the shit. I want it to be like my partner in crime where, like, we could just be roasting motherfuckers without motherfuckers even knowing. You think I want to sit up in my old-ass bed at 80-something years old talking about philosophical shit? Girl, no, I don't. I really don't. Like, that would really drive me nuts. (laughs) Do you ever ponder what's on the... I don't ponder. I don't want to ponder right now, babe. Don't feel like pondering. Mm -mm. Ponder replay. Turn back. No thanks. 
no, I don't want to do that. Let's just laugh. Like, what's funny? Like, you know? So, I don't know. I, I do think you're overthinking it, but it's so cute that you met this guy. And I think don't, um, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't close yourself off to things that could, you know what I'm saying? Because if you close yourself off like you initially did, you would have never found out he was a cutie and, and was goofy and all that other stuff. Like, you know what I'm saying? So, don't close yourself off. If, if, if you vibe with him, you vibe with him. If you don't, you don't. You don't got to force it. But... I wouldn't close myself off from it. And then also don't feel no type of way because you got you guys got intimate. There ain't nothing wrong with it, child. If you, you done sucked your first dick, now you're going to suck a, a bunch of other dicks. Hopefully, I hope, Lord, if the Lord willing in the creek don't rise, baby, you're going to have a lot more dicks to suck. And, and prayfully so. Because it's what you deserve, baby. It is what you deserve. And hold on. I just want to say, I don't like this idea that like, there's been this idea that mostly men have really perpetuated but like women are also sexual beings you know what i'm saying and it's like society has taught women to like you're not supposed to have sexual feelings you're supposed to be demure you're supposed to be this like girl no like girls love penis too you know what i'm saying like the girls be getting down on the flow get down on the flow get down you know what i'm saying like there ain't nothing wrong with it so don't feel no type of way about like bitch Thank God. Thank God you finally sucked your first dick at 19. I can't wait to, like, in 10 years how many dicks you're going to be able to suck. And I hope you get your coochie aid, too, bitch. I really do. I really do. Like, I'm going to send out a prayer. I really do, because it's really, it's what you need. It's what you deserve, you know? So, anyways, um... If you can, please keep us posted and moving right along. All right. So for this week, who do I have beef with? Honestly, I think I want to say I got beef with Billy and Ryan because um, they are very needy. Um, They're very clingy. They're very um, in constant need of affection from myself. So I got two cats because I wanted them to be able to play with each other. You know, that way they have each other while I'm gone. Um, They can have each other's company. And I just feel like it's also important for, I don't speak cat, bitch. I barely speak human. So it's probably would have been, that's why I wanted Billy to have a sister because that way there's someone else in the house that speaks her own language that they can communicate. And she doesn't feel isolated and alone. She has someone else. There is proper representation in my household. So that's the reason why I really wanted to get two cats. Um, and I love the fact that they are sisters and like close sisters. Like they're not like there's they don't fight, they don't be out after each other, they don't like to not share. They are really close sisters. They play with each other, they sleep next to each other, they protect each other. Well, they don't really protect each other, but like they whenever there's like a little fly, whenever I open up the damn window, 
that's what I need to do. Hold on, let me type this in real quick before I motherfucking forget because it's been damn near two weeks. Order, order window screens, bitch. So, anyways, um, am I recording? Did I stop recording? Oh no, I'm recording. Um, yeah, I just whenever I come home and I lay in my bed, I like Ryan. I don't know how she I and I've been trying to figure this out the last few days. Whenever I come home for it's been like that forever. She is at the door waiting. At the door. Like I have like she's at the goddamn door. Like a a foot away from the door waiting for me to come in. And I'm like how do you even hear me? Like down the street, like where? How do you even know I'm almost home? Because she does. She's never in that area. She always has like her place where she'll lay on. She'll lay on like the couch. Um, she'll lay on the couch tree. She'll lay um in the windowsill, but she'll never like be in front of the door. So she's literally she knows when I'm home, like coming home. So I'll start to walk real slowly so she won't hear me. Sure enough, she knows. She's like, this nigga's home. Hey, where you been? We've been waiting. I don't know what's out there. I don't know what you've been doing out there, but I'm glad that you decided to come bring your ass home. So welcome home. Like she's literally waiting at the door for me all the goddamn time. Sometimes Billy will be there too. But Ryan, she's like, "Uh uh-uh, come on in. Put your, put your, put, take your shoes off. All right. Hang up your jacket. All right. Put your bag down. Put the keys over there. All right. Let's go to bed. And I, she's waiting for me in the bed to come lay into that fucking bed and she be in my fucking face. Like she does this thing to where like she will lay on my chest and will just stare at my face or lay underneath my neck. And I'm like, I can't be on my phone. I can't like do nothing. I can't. And Billy is the same way. Like if I'm asleep, it's actually getting to the point where I'm so annoyed because Ryan... At night, she, it's weird. Ryan, at night, she will go to sleep. Like, she's asleep. Billy's crazy ass will be running up and down the hallways, doing weird shit at night. Just, I'm like, bitch, what are you doing? There ain't nothing out here. Nothing's going on. Nothing is happening, baby. You are pacing back and forth. You are making me worry. You need to come lay down. There is nothing going on. But Billy just be doing her own shit at night. Just be doing shit at night. I don't know what the fuck she be doing. She be doing some shit at night. But when in the daytime, Bill, Ryan's up and then Billy's asleep. But at night, like Billy will eventually come to bed, but she will not get out of bed until I'm out of bed. Because she does this thing so we're like, when I get when I wake up in the morning, I take like five minutes to myself to kind of like meditate, get my head on right. Then I grab my phone. The minute she sees me wake up, she's like wanting me to like rub her her chin. That's like her favorite spot. I'm like, bitch, you waited all these hours sleeping next to me just so you could bombard me. Get a life. Get a life. Like, you guys got to get out of my face. I just need, like, a moment to breathe. A moment in time, Kelly Clarkson. A moment like this. That's really what I need. It's what I want. I don't know. I didn't think cats would be this, 
connected and affectionate to I was watching this documentary about like how cats um unlike dogs like dogs if you give them a if you give them like multiple options of do you want the treat or do you want a toy or do you want time with your owner dogs will always pick the um the food whereas cats they're rarely motivated by food don't get me wrong they like food but they're not motivated by it so cats more often than not instead of picking the treat or the toy they will pick their owners they would rather like hang out with their owners and i'm like damn i wish i'd have figured this out before i got y'all bitches I mean, it is really sweet. I do like my cats. They're really sweethearts. I love them down to the ground. But I'm like, damn, uh, go play with your sister. Ugh. I'm just trying to be on my phone and scroll through TikTok. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's cute, though. They're really sweet cats. And I'm really blessed to have, like, good animals that, like, don't do weird shit. Don't be tearing shit up. I'm really blessed with that. So... I say all that, but I'm not really serious. I do like the fact that. But sometimes I do be having beef. Like, damn, like, get out of my face. I'm trying to be on my phone. Like, I be on my phone the minute I pick up that phone. Here come Ryan, standing in right in front of the phone, just blocking it and looking directly in my face. And I'm like, what are you looking at, lady? <sighs> oh, fuck. I need to um change these Factor 75 meals, baby. Hold on. Factor... All right. All right. So that's about it. Moving right along. All right. Now on to a final thoughts. My final thoughts is you can kiss my ass. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I don't really have any at the moment. Um... I've just been really, like, not spiraling, but just really trying to accomplish so much um, that I need to be like, all right, bitch, you can't finish everything in one day. Calm down. Um, also, be on the lookout for my podcast with my friend. Uh, me and him going to have a podcast coming out. Um, my friend Jonathan, we, it's called Disorderly Conduct. It's going to be coming out on Tuesdays. So be sure to look out for that. And aside from that, that's really about it. Take care of yourself and each other. Bye.